0: This is uh, Friday afternoon at the Marcus Whitman and uh, after uh, the seminars with Nicolo um, Daflito from Frescobaldi. Hey, CEO, Christopher Chan from Happy Hour Radio, and I'm here on a bus, um, uh, serendipitously on a bus, with uh, the winemaker from Frescobaldi, Nico Dafflito, and uh, from Tuscany. Hey, N- Nico, welcome back. Ciao, come stai? Molto bene? <laughs> Molto bene. Yes, we tasted some uh, some Cabernets from California, Italy, and Walla, Walla Walla Washington today. Did
1: you enjoy the tasting? Yes, I was impressed how the Cabernet can grow well in a so missing place for me I never been in Walla Walla now I discover another second Medoc so I've been impressed and uh, uh, really enthusiastic to have uh, my viticulture here my friend viticulture here doing the so good Cabernet very happy excellent and I, I tasted the wines
0: we had a 2014 uh, Aluve 2015 Heather Hill of 2016 uh, double back and what was the year for the the Mamaceto, Mormoreto was Mormoreto was a 2015. 2015, and you said there was 50% new oak. Tell me about yes. the blend on that wine.
1: Well, uh, the blend is, uh, I forgot, I never give uh, importance okay. <laughs> to the blend. It was the balance, it was the What song, is important right? is the soil. So uh, when you speak about blend, are, you are playing with different variety. I try to be a little more on the shadow. So I have my vineyards, which is destined at the Murmoreto, with the different variety inside. So we have some Cabernet Sauvignon, mainly Cabernet Sauvignon, after there is uh, some Cabernet Benefranc, Sangiovese and Petit Verdot. But really, I don't study too much the blend. It's just me watching if there is any small bats with some fault, I will put away. But if the wine there look good, I will just blend it without any blending decision. Because I prefer to be final at the terroir than try to do the best wine in the world.
0: Well, let's talk about that terroir. Where is the terroir, the region of the town, the commune, uh,
1: for the grapes from that wine? So Tuscany is uh, mainly uh, clay soil. Uh, everywhere we have clay, in Montalcino, Chianti, and the sandy area, they are very limited. At the coast, where Bulgar is it, and uh, all around uh, the big river, so Arno, Ombrone. So we have a very few spots where we can go grab Cabernet Sauvignon. Actually, the Cabernet was uh, bring back from France by uh, Leonia Frescobaldi 150 years ago they planted on the right place so it's very well known and you can see when you watch the Bordeaux map the Cabernet Sauvignon is where the sandy soil is in the grave on the Medoc but on the other side of the river where Saint-Emilion Pomerol is it and they have Merlot and Frank. Cabernet Franc. It's clay-based soil yep. as
0: well so yep. like the West V. Yep. Um, and how many bottles do you produce for that particular wine and it's Momento?
1: Uh, Momento is uh, like the price we produce uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the the charming answer we had earlier today.
0: Um, Tonight we're going to go to one of the Washington wineries and you were at a facility last night called Tranche which is um, relatively um, young for Washington State but a very rich owner, uh, Michael Corliss. Um, What's your impression
1: of these style of wineries? Is it different, is it new, does it inspire you or is it... No, it's very classic with the concrete cement uh, fermentation so, very classic. They actually have made a new seller in Montalcino uh, three years ago. It was made uh, like this one. No difference. The seller they are always uh, very similar. It's more the soil that are different. The cellar, what they can do: concrete and uh, cement, a very good stammer, a selector table, a barrel. Uh, you see, a cellar <laughs> is a boring place. I asked to a good friend of me here tomorrow to bring me me to visit different place in Walla Walla, and uh, I tell him, look, bring me in see sure. different vineyards. Sure. No, I don't want see winery. Sure. I, don't sure. I don't care. <laughs> well, you worked in one for so long, uh, and
0: I, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, are you familiar with this the silt the the, the silt
1: less the wind blown our soil here in Walla Walla no very light very no, fine. fine no we don't have this kind of soil yeah. our sand in Italy is uh, alluvial or marine soil never see a soil like this one as I saw yesterday afternoon very different it's it's some ways it's clay like because it holds yes, it's moisture it's clay but it's
0: not clay they no clay. clay so different uh, uh minerality to it but this is really
1: they say it's it's actually sand is a sand yeah. bring by the wind it's so it's right, beautiful but it's look it's coarse, yeah, like very it's very selected because so when you think about the,
0: yeah. the soils in the world it's yes. just
1: like where you want to plant yeah. sandy soil yes, cabernet this is it and it's a an unique kind of sandy because uh, in europe the sandy there are always always in napa valley or they are the original volcanic uh, or metamorphic uh, soil but here the sand is bring by the wind so it's a kind of uh, air selection so you are very lucky to have a unique soil I I think
0: interesting is that? I,
1: um, in in several reasons, the air is like the river, though, yeah. bringing down silt and sand. And I see. And other soil there, a river a soil very classic. Yeah,
0: so it's, um, but on a, a more fine scale. And to think that, who was it? Aluve had 85 feet. Uh,
1: Or how many was that? That 25 meters or so. That's a lot. Beautiful. With the very deep soil, you have a very strong message in the bottle. Because if the soil is very short, sometimes very difficult to give a a strong uh, character to the wine.
0: It's interesting because we have the sandy silica quartz-based lus, but below is lava basalt.
1: And that's also a very unique terroir. And is there lava in Tuscany? No. Only a small quantity, only small quantity on the south Tuscany, at the, on the surrounding of the Monte Amiata, Pitigliano, they make good, very good wine. More volcanic soil in the south Italy, where they have beautiful wine on the Vesuvio or the Etna. Etna, beautiful. And also on the north part of Italy there is some volcanic soil. Tuscany very few. Interesting. And I,
0: um, Knowing that we have such temperature here, did you notice last night, Right. Was it
1: cool? Was it more cold than, than Tuscany? was the same temperature. Yesterday, here, everyone was a, a little afraid about how much was the water. So on my phone, I have the temperature in Florence. I watched it. was perfectly the same than in Florence yesterday. The minimum at the maximum. So, same temperature at that period of the year.
0: On the map, do you think we're pretty close? Walla Walla being down in no. that 45? or You're in 42, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, truly so, Mediterranean climate. Mediterranean climate. And what we call this here in Walla Walla is, is high plains desert.
1: Well, What is different is the amount of the rain. So in Italy, we have a really more rain than what you have here. For that, it's very important for you to have the drip irrigation and think very well how much water we give at the vineyards. So in Italy, we don't have almost non I have only two or three percent of uh, irrigation, but we don't need it. You know, looking at the wine making culture
0: here, um, obviously you were classically trained in Bordeaux from 78 to 80, 83, I think you said, and then you found your wife there. Do you believe, looking at the wine culture here, the winemakers and the wine professionals, are they young to you? Or are they unique?
1: What's What do you find interesting about it? Oh. Well, I meet many winemakers during this uh, today, and uh, they are... Perfect. There is no any more border of winemaking. So uh, with the internet traveling, the people they are used to train. The concept is uh, to respect the terroir. Sometimes the winemaker they believe to do the wine, but they have to forget that. They have to be humble and they just uh, bring the terroir to express its best on the bottle. No do stuff as they can do the best wine in the world. All Has that been
0: your philosophy ever since, or did you sort of have to learn or grow into that particular Well, when idea. I was
1: when I was younger, I was trying to do that. So, bleeding, uh, green harvest, all this stuff, new barrel. I passed this through. <laughs> harvest. I'm that's, lucky. After working for a production. big company, you cannot do too much. Uh, you cannot have a, a winemaker style. It's impossible. Sure. You've got if a, you are, if you are working for a small brand. winery, you can do it. But for a big winery, you have to just be a terroir market. We have seven estates. I cannot do wine and similar everywhere. So my decision, they are only, only submit at the terroir decision. Tell me about the town you live in in Tuscany. Well, I'm lucky because um, we are living on a more beautiful town uh, in, uh, in Italy, in the top. and uh, Florence is the capital of the art, so we have uh, all the museum with all the Leonardo, Michelangelo, Raffaello, Botticelli, at the same time is the capital of the fashion, so we have uh, Ferragamo, Gucci, Pucci, Coveri. all these people that work on the fashion. So it's a kind of capital of hand crafting, from 14th century to now we are are uh, trained to give pleasure to the people or, or painting a statue, uh, shoes, uh, bag or wine. That's it. That is how We grow up with this idea.
0: You know, um, knowing that uh, the Etruscans were the first tribe or that uh, Enotria was the land of vines, as stated by the Greeks, okay. um, are there some grape varieties that really intrigue you that may be um, native or indigenous?
1: Well, we have the Sangiovese. Sangiovese is a very difficult variety, so we have to work in that. Complementary, we have some Merlot, Cabernet, Pinot Noir. But
0: no, Corotino, bah, No,
1: no, no, we have to be Fidel, our region. So, Sangiovese, we work a little with the secondary variety in Tuscany as a Canaiolo, Malvasianera, but they are just. Uh, uh, I prefer to work with the Sangiovese. Sure. Tell me
0: about Canaiolo. That was one of the the white grapes that was allowed to be introduced to the si. blend of Chianti. Um, and Canaiolo has since been phased out from a mandatory requirement for white si. for grapes. Yeah. Tell me about that particular vine, though. Is that uh, what kind of wine does
1: Canaiolo make? Because I never see a straight variety. Is there? Or is there a well, town? I, if you if you came in Nipozano with me, I will show you. <laughs> I have okay. some Canaiolo in pure. I see Trebbiano yeah. di Toscana, but I don't see Canaiolo. Well, Canaiolo is a it's a good variety, but the problem with the Canaiolo is not constant. So some year can produce very much grapes if you have a very good uh, floraison, yeah. and after uh, is uh, light, not intense. If you have a, a low. Uh, a bad floraison after a bad blooming. Yeah. Uh, we have a small crop and it's very nice, but it's not constant. Can produce the double of the year before, and uh, it's not really constant. And it's not very aging. Interesting. So it's it's typically a blending grape. It sounds see, like it was blending made to be grapes, but still don't have uh, any agility When I keep separate the Canaiolo and I see how it's going after five years, it's a brownish and uh, no very good. So uh, we we have a very beautiful variety, Sangiovese is very nice. Yesterday I tested Sangiovese uh, on the testing, it was very nice. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: who had yeah. that? That was... Uh, double back. Uh,
1: double back out of Sangiovese? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Very nice, 2007, and uh, I don't know if my 2007 is still alive. as they Really? Beautiful. Well that's great. I'm always curious about, you know, cuz Tuscany
0: is really warm weather. Yeah, and so so was Walla Walla and we we the difference of the um, Prunello, Prunello Gentile or Sangiovetto or Montepulciano, you know that grape is, is made in a style that is typically more austere, more tannic, more acid-driven, with dark fruit. But on the red scale here, we tend to get more voluptuous wines. It seems. I don't know if it's because our winemakers don't have don't have the history yet, and the grapes are still. No, it's the
1: difference of the soil. Simply the soil. The clay is making a more tough wine. So you have a very sandy soil where the Sangiovese is more silky. I have some sandy soil in Montalcino, very just uh, tight uh, belt of uh, sandy, marine sandy, and the the wine, they are silky, beautiful. So it's the sandy. The the people. uh, It's about the the, the terroir, the soil. Yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting. So
0: do you drink, uh, do you have some favorites in Bordeaux after studying there and marrying a friend?
1: Woman and well, yes, I'm very attached to the Pomerola area. So when I was a student there, I was doing some university stage in a very old chateau called Chateau vieux So when I yes, can, it, I oh, drink, right. and it's very nice. very Beautiful wine.
0: Yeah, it's easy to fall in love. And so as a young man, and um, I've been to Palmeral and, and it's a very, very small place. Um, and there are still garages there, or you know, the uh, uh, mayor and pair just producing wine, and they you have degustation at 10 o'clock, right in their vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. Um, are you a big sweet wine fan? Or you, do you enjoy the uh, Vin Santos or even Sauternes? Vin Santo, well
1: they will fire me but I prefer the southern to the Santo. and uh, when, I arrive, when I arrive, when I arrived in Bordeaux I was uh, 19 years old so I grew up with the vinsanto and Biscottini and uh, that's terrible because the vinsanto himself is not drinkable, the Biscottini himself they are not edible <laughs> but together they can make something so when I arrived in Bordeaux I discovered the big uh, Soterna was uh, for me beautiful so now I'm producing a Vinsanto in Pomino but with the hide inside a kind of a technique of a Soterna so it's not so oxidized as they do the Vinsanto normally they do Vinsanto in a small barrel Caratelli. and no fill 50 up liters, right? so yeah. I leave it open for three years but after the second two years I fill the barrel to limit the Some oxidation so Soterna yeah. is a beautiful uh, wine and Vin also, but uh, sure no easy to drink with this kind of alcohol, this kind of sugar and uh, you no know, yeah, yeah, easy. Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> we are lucky. We produce only 10,000 bottles of Vin They are all book and old sale. Really? So, so uh, from the production standpoint of Vinsanto, do you
0: take the lees and just add new fresh ferment? Do you no. Maintain, you, you throw no, the lees out? No, no. I take
1: away the lees. I clean you're for less oxidate. I, I uh, clean the barrel. Uh, I don't. Stand the barrel so the barrel they have a lot of uh, spore and yeah. yeast inside oh, yeah. so you but Vinsanto is a funny wine I can I don't know if uh, probably some American people they can understand the Vin Santo itself. Uh, when you are in Florence at the end of the meal, a beautiful meal with beautiful monument, a beautiful monument, they give two you and a half, three hour, hour meal. Uh, <laughs> you give a uh, Vin Santo, uh, he thinks it's very nice. Uh, I don't know if uh, it's no, easy to s- say. Sans lei. biscotti. Sans biscotti, and it's not easy to say, you It's a bottle of Vin
0: Santo. Uh, so you have a, a guide tomorrow to, for your here first trip See. here in Walla Walla to visit some wineries. Uh, do you know which wineries you're going to be no. visiting? No no, 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 not yet. All right. So there's one here that is, is really international-based, uh, Long Shadows, produced from an old uh, California executive who went to Washington Wine, San Michelle, Alan Shoup. And he has um, uh, sort of the... Uh, uh, Oh, the, uh, what's his name, from uh, France, the flying guy, uh, Millard, or uh, Miller, anyway, he's got winemakers from Australia, ah. Italy, California. <laughs> Uh, France um, and so they're doing joint projects here
1: um, yeah. and you've done a joint project in California right and, or is I, anything international still? No I work in California for a year just uh, when I was young just at the end of the University I work in uh, California in a winery and after uh, with the Frescobaldi family we have the joint venture with the Mondavi family and we produce together a very important wine for us, Luce, and that's it uh, so uh, I know very well, California. Sure. So here we approach the Waterbrook Winery, which
0: was, I believe, founded in 1986. So this is one of the older wineries here in Wawa, and I'm sure we'll have a good time. Uh, Niccolo Deflito, winemaker Frescobaldi in Tuscany, thanks again for joining me on Happy Hour Radio. Bene. Ciao a presto. Ciao. Excellent.